0: Welcome to the sixth episode of the Same Building Different Views Podcast. I'm here with co-host Shrevan Naurian Missouri. What's up, everyone? Robert Chandler making his return. Oh, yeah, we're back. And special guest, has a special place in my heart, current president, Thetakon Fraternity, doesn't do much else with his life, Mr. Jacob Bowerly.
1: Hello, hello. I'm doing stuff. I do more than that though. <laughs> we'll see. I do more than president stuff sometimes. We'll dig into that a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll dig into that a little deeper after
0: Robert gives us a life update. He's mm-hmm. been gone for the past 2 weeks. Rob, how was spring break?
2: Um, what other
0: news have you had in your life? <laughs> <laughs> Hitting you with all the questions. How do we solve world um, hunger?
2: <laughs> so, right before spring break, I got a second round interview with a company And then, so I went through spring break, got to see some really cool national parks, and then spend St. Patrick's Day in Chicago, which was just insane. It's like a tailgate, and like, it was was a crazy fun time. (laughs) A
0: tailgate with like
2: 100,000 people. Yeah. 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 I'll I'll wear my colors, you know what I mean? So, I I felt really at home there, but uh, came back, had my second round interview with that company on Wednesday. And then I got a call back Thursday morning saying I got an offer. And then, actually, this past Thursday, that was like, I guess, a week ago now, I accepted it, so I'll be starting there in July. Hey, Rob's got a job. He's all jobbed up.
0: Goes to show you being treasurer of your fraternity. (laughs) (laughs) Gives you great opportunities further on down the line. What are you doing there, Rob? What? What's your Um, job title? What are you going to be doing? I'll
2: be a tax associate kind of looking at one specific tax code. Well, more than one, obviously, but like the majority of my work would be focused on like research and development. So there's like a credit associated with that, with the tax code, I think in 2017 or 2016. And basically if you do, if you meet certain criteria, you can get a tax credit for research and development. And so there's like, um a software side to that so like internal use software if you develop a software for internal use like management software that type of thing um i'd be going in and looking at those projects and kind of seeing how much money that they could get deducted essentially or credit Ooh, so like lots of excel but like that's (laughs) that's that's about to be anywhere you go
0: yeah to Mm -hmm. be expected you're not going to escape excel if you're especially if you're in the business world but like anywhere i feel like use excel i use a lot of excel
3: as well like the experiments I run, we get a lot of numbers to crunch and get reliable information out of. And I have to use Excel almost—I'd say one or two hours every single day just to crunch data. in. Mm-hmm. it's pervasive; it's everywhere.
0: Yeah, if you're still in college, you're not in college yet. You should probably learn Excel if you don't already. If you don't know it pretty well already, hit up hit up Lin- Linda by LinkedIn. Go yeah. through a couple
2: Excel tutorials. Did, did they rebrand that completely yet? Because I know LinkedIn has, like, LinkedIn Learning. Yeah. And I feel like they just kind of, like, ate Linda. <laughs> but I'm not sure because I haven't, like, looked into it yeah, recently. I don't know. I don't, I don't know.
0: I know my... I'm assuming my thing expired already because, you know, I'm not a student anymore, so my free, like, free access to that probably got cut off, which you Wouldn't
2: your company have free access to that, though,
0: or something? I mean, I could probably get them to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, like, definitely, because I have, like, a... Yeah, it's learning
2: opportunities, and you're in a consulting firm, like, what are they going to say? I mean, (laughs) I have, like,
0: I have, like, a $500 budget just for, like, books and, like, other reading materials, so I'd probably fall right under that. Yeah, yeah. So there we go, Mister, Mister Bowerly, You now have the floor. Can you tell us a little bit about your background, your long hair, <laughs> your beard? You're you're another man that has a
1: beard, so obviously you're pretty successful. And yeah, move well, on to your uh, your presidency here. Um, well, came in, uh, joined Theta Chi at the University of Minnesota. Obviously, um, we we're only a thirty person chapter at the time. Made some moves, held some positions. Um, so a junior now studying economics trying to get an internship right now going on that grind it's going pretty well we're helping them out a little bit as much yeah. as we can definitely we've got been getting a lot of help from these boys right here they definitely they boost up my resume boosts up my uh, interviewing skills and it's been going very well getting a lot of callbacks getting a lot of offers but they're all kind of <laughs> bad companies so no. <laughs> yeah a
0: lot of like sales and account management and just stuff you don't really. Want to get into?
1: No, it's a bunch of sales stuff. And it's just like, we're not going to pay you hourly. It's commission only. And I'm just like, I'm not about that. (laughs) Anyone can do sales. You don't really need a college degree. I want to be paid for what my degree does. So I don't really know what I'm doing with that right now. Um, President stuff. It's a lot harder than I anticipated it to be. (laughs) Very stressful. A lot of random (laughs) crap just happens and I got (laughs) to deal with it. But I guess it's the job I signed up for. Got to deal with some awkward situations most times. I hate going to parties now because I have to control everyone and make sure nobody dies. But <laughs> well, you know, we got we out here, we live in. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a good time. What made you want to rough a president in the first place? Um, basically what I wanted, I just thought that I had a very good idea of where this where I wanted to take this fraternity and get it headed. Um I liked exactly how our past president had set it up. I thought he had the fraternity going down a good path and like Kind of always have had this thought, like if you want a job to get done right, you got to do it yourself. And I wanted to make sure that the fraternity was run right, so (laughs) I'm doing it myself.
2: Wow, that was quite possibly one of the most cliche things.
1: It is a cliche. Like
2: like, if that's true, awesome. Like, but damn, you got my vote next year too. Hell
1: yeah,
0: two terms. (laughs) Two terms. No one would. uh, To be honest, if you were given the opportunity to run again, would you? After
1: a couple no. months of a job. No, you wouldn't. Oh, I don't know, dude. <laughs> kind of sucks. I'm really looking forward to next spring when I'm not present. I'll only be taking eight credits because I'll be done, almost done with my degree. And that, that semester is going to be lit. It's going to be a good time because this is very yeah. stressful. I've even had Sri. He comes up to me multiple times. He's just like, powerly. You just look stressed all the time. And every time I'm just like, it's because I am Sri. I'm very stressed. But probably, is, yeah, probably not. I would not run again, honestly. What is like...
3: <laughs> well, he once yeah. dressed yesterday. This boy was drinking beer from the floor. He was. Yesterday.
1: I had to, dude. People call out a Zamboni. I had a Zamboni. <laughs> Took it for the squad. My team almost won. Until Obi came over and broke oh. my puzzle. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs>
3: like, last night was lit.
1: So what,
0: was crazy. what kind of misconceptions did you have about being president, like, before you got got elected to the position and like now that you're actually in it like what's what's different than what you
1: expected honestly i expected a lot more of like I think I've told this to Rob, too. I thought the fraternity was much more organized. And like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's... No, see, that's, that means we did a good job on our e-boards. We looked like we had our shit together.
0: No one does. Yeah,
1: that's the thing. <laughs> no. I was like, all right, everyone's going to be focused. Like, everyone, like, the rest of my e-board, when they gave their speeches, I was like, all right, I got a good squad behind me. No. We're going to get stuff done. Nobody does anything. No. And it's so hard. Like, I'm now that I'm on the inside, I'm looking out, I'm just like, Wow. I am so surprised this any of this can work. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, see, that's, that's because obviously everyone else is really busy with, like, classes, with jobs and everything. But, like, they, in their positions, they can get by with not doing stuff. It's like, oh, we might not have any brotherhood events. Or, oh, we might not have any, like, social events. But, like, if the president doesn't do anything, that's terrible. If the treasurer doesn't do anything, like, oh, oh you're not paying rent this month. Like, there's certain positions where you have to get stuff done. Oh, yeah. But there's a lot where you can just... You can slack and like no one's gonna complain too much. Well. Oh, I know. Well, I
3: think that's slack well. I personally think we are way beyond that point. Yeah, like it's not. We like should be. That. We it's. I don't think it's been like this for the past two, three years. At least since like the previous Brotherhood social flag, yeah. which yeah. Ends, that you can get by without doing anything. Everyone criticizes you. Like yeah. you're up there in the eyes. You have to speak at meeting. Like it's there for the entire fraternity to, to see what you've been working on. And honestly, if you don't put anything up. And what you've been working on, people can tell. And they're going to point fingers, they're going to ask. This is something that I've noticed personally, a positive shift in the culture, that people are more um, more aware of their leaders and their responsibilities, and they hold them up to task. They hold them as accountable. That, okay, you, you can be this chairman or you can be this officer, but that means you have to do something. And if you're not going to do something, we're going to call you out on that. I think this is something that the fraternity has developed on the positive.
1: Yeah, I mean... I definitely get people coming up to me. They come up to me for some reason and not the individual chairman, which is another thing that adds to my stress. But, like, they come up to me they're like, oh, I don't think this position's doing what they need to do. And I'm just like, I agree, but, like, why are you telling me? Why don't you tell them? Like, it happens all the time. So what do you do to motivate, the like, the position holder to actually do their job? So basically when I go into a meeting, I, I like to do a little... Aggressive approach, and then I like to tone it down and be like, "Come on, guys, we're here. Let's 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 work together." <laughs> but basically, like I just go in there, kind of kind of tear into them for a little bit, and then I just get a little nice, and you know, just tell them, just be like, "I know it's hard. I got school. Like I'm trying to get a job. There's a lot of stuff going on in our lives, but like, you were elected for a reason. People saw stuff in you. You have a job to do. So like, well, I can help you. Let's work through it and get stuff done. And usually, they pick their stuff up after that. Yeah." Like, Recently, we had our secretary, who was just slacking like crazy, and I had to have a sit down with him, and it all worked out well.
3: So, Tyler, Barley, you know this is going to be, the, oh, yeah. like, everyone's going to listen to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just realized He's calling that. him out. So.
1: We're, we not, cut, we're that, not cutting please? that. Nah. No? No, we're not cutting that. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> so, we talked to him. It was a productive conversation. Like, I wasn't mean to him or anything. Like, I just yeah. talked to him, and we sat down. He explained it to me. I saw where he was coming from, and we just agreed with each other, and now he's doing amazing. He's performing very, very well. He's doing everything he needs to get done. I think it was just that getting into the rhythm of the position. I think everyone kind of struggled doing that. I definitely struggled doing that at first, and I think everyone just getting into that groove and then just figuring it out from there, and that's where everyone's at now. It's going very well. Yeah,
0: and you're all still in your first semesters, holding your position. Just wait until the fall. Oh, yeah, I know. (laughs) I'm Those last of, couple months where you're just like, please, I can't wait for November for elections to roll around.
3: <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of things you touched upon which really resonate with me and just make me think that a big part of my personal philosophy is that talk is cheap and I don't trust words, I don't trust actions, but I trust patterns. And that's something that you have to be very aware of during elections, during speeches, that people are marketing themselves. They're saying stuff. And saying stuff is easy, but actually doing it And putting time in is hard. It's something they still have to do. But whenever you hear rhetorical, fancy speeches which stir you and like move you into these great passions, you have to temper it with like thinking about whether is this actually feasible? Are they actually going to be able to do it? And that's another thing about the fraternity, which I feel is more of a negative change. I feel there's a lot of rhetoric. A lot of people just shouting and just being angry in the fraternity and demonstrating these emotions, but they have no value. It's just empty words, and like then they have these actions or incidents or this behavior which runs completely contrary to those elaborate moving speeches that they give at meetings, and it just exasperates me.
1: Yeah, talk is talk, but you gotta walk the walk, and that's what matters.
0: Yep. If you want something done right, you gotta do it yourself. <laughs> Go to
3: exactly.
0: Jake <laughs> yeah. Lee circa twenty eighteen. target.
1: So what? What has been your least favorite part about being president so far? Honestly, my least favorite part, and it's also kind of my favorite part at the same time, but it's just people. Everyone's problem is my problem. Oh yeah. And that low key kind of sucks because like. I've just, i got to think about so much stuff, and I'm always, like, worried about, like, how are people doing in their positions? How is my fraternity doing? Like, I worry about that probably every minute of every day. But also at the same time, like, I really like that facet because, like, people look to me for help. They look for, like, they look to me for advice. And, like, that's kind of why, like, part of the reasons why I wanted to run was I wanted to be that guy that people look to and that, like, they uh, saw as someone they could um, get help from. Yeah. So I kind of... It's a love-hate relationship, basically, but I think I like it more than I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully. That's the goal of any position. Yeah. Except for treasure.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Kind of reminds me of a quotation as well. Um, I once read that there's a good leader who makes everyone else feel small, but the real great leader is one who makes everyone else feel big. And I feel that's something I can see in every single president, and that's probably the reason why a lot of people come up and talk to you is because they feel that they can talk to you and be open with you and be honest with you. Yeah, it's part of your personality, which is good. There's certain people who just you can't open up to, who are just slightly intimidated or to be around. And
0: yeah, he doesn't put you down. Yeah, I lived with this man for a year. He never put me down.
3: No, you oh. do, you just like
1: a Bionicle
0: though. Yeah, we we talk a lot of trash <laughs> to each other, but it's all it's all up.
3: All right, so I'm sure that a lot of people, especially the freshmen, are like, one day I want to be president. And it's a big position. It's the most important position in the entire fraternity. So just asking more questions about that, what recent accomplishments are you most proud of? I know it's only been a couple of months since you've been president, but if there's anything that you are really proud of as president.
1: Honestly, one of the things I'm most proud of is our uh, spring pledge class there we got a really large spring pledge class which just kind of came out of nowhere spring pledge classes barely ever break like seven or eight guys Mm -hmm. and we got like we got 16 and they're all really quality dudes i like like all all of them are really good they're all seem like they're driven guys that want to actually be a part of this fraternity and add stuff to it and i think the reason that they kind of, like, think that or are acting like that is because they're looking to the rest of the members, and everyone's just very driven right now. Everyone has a goal that they want to reach, and we're all kind of going, moving towards it. Like, we haven't really done too many tangible accomplishments, I would say, but, like, we've done more of cultural accomplishments, I think. We're starting to move towards our, our bigger fraternity. Like, we've been a small fraternity for a while, and we're just starting to grow and become bigger, and I think our culture is it's still staying in that small small fraternity mindset of everyone just needs to like grow as a professional grow as like a person but at the same time we're also getting more like driven people better i feel like our culture is just moving in a very good direction which was one of the goals i had when i became president was i wanted to help our culture and create a better culture but it's definitely got its got its little kinks <laughs> but uh we're only we're only 3 4 months into this yeah. so we got some time still on that yeah.
0: What's the uh, biggest tangible goal you want to accomplish by the end of your presidency?
1: The biggest tangible goal I want or want to accomplish, I would probably say hit at least 90 members. Ooh. It's something mm-hmm. every chairman would have to throw in on that. We'd have to have a good social stuff going on, good philanthropy, and really just become a big chapter and make ourselves known on campus. Yeah. Like, we just came back in 2013. And we're already moving up there. Like people know us, they're starting to recognize us. When I was first to pledge, nobody knew what Kai kind of was yeah. on the oh God. People I used to ask
3: three. me, is Kai a multicultural fraternity? I'm like, boy. <laughs> yeah. Like why? Like But now people I know like, why, they know
1: what it, yeah. they know who we are now. Yeah. Like yeah. they like coming to our events, they talk about our events. People like it's just it, that's a good thing I like to see and I just wanna keep that going, don't lose that momentum, keep mm-hmm. rising our way to the top, because I definitely think we can do it and that's that's something I want to accomplish. I want to get us as close as there as possible, if not there by the time I'm done.
3: But I think you're making very big and steady progress on that. Like having a 70 man spring pledge class is huge. No, yeah, definitely. So it's definitely very attainable, I think, that 90 member fraternity. What's your biggest fear? I was just thinking. That was actually something I was going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> so, poorly, just coming on the flip side, what's yeah. your biggest fear of. Uh, being as president what
1: risk yeah. do you What's think the we're doing worst space? thing that could happen? Oh god. I mean, obviously the worst thing that could happen is we get kicked off campus. <laughs> but like, honestly my biggest fear is that growing at such the fast pace that we're growing at, we like we lose sight of the kind of fraternity that we are and everything just hits the fan. Yeah. And that's something that worries me like I don't want I don't want us to turn into one of those fraternities that just drink and party all the time, which we do we're in a fraternity but like it's not
0: it's not the all mate. all college kids do like we're, yeah exactly we're not different we're not different at all
1: we just do it in a large group and it's kind of organized but i just don't want us to lose sight of like what we are i don't want people to just come in here think it's a party place because once that happens you know eventually something bad's going to happen and yeah. the house is going to be gone mm-hmm. and that's probably my biggest fear
0: how have you fared, like, interacting with the, with the alumni? Are you, do you, like, l- enjoy interacting with them, or do you, like, fear them a little bit? Like, what's the dynamic like there? Definitely fears me. Like, not, not like <laughs> us, like, like, the old alumni, like. Like, Yogi like, and Craig like and yeah, like,
1: them. the 50-plus-year-olds that were here back in, like, the 80s, the 90s, like. Honestly, when I first became president, I was really scared. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm the one, like, they come to now. Like, I'm the face that talks to them, and I was just like, it was kind of intimidating at first, but they're really, really nice. Every time we have a meeting, they're super helpful, usually. Um, <laughs> yeah. We go, like, I, I've drank with them before, gone out with them before, and, like, they're really good guys. Like, it just feels like another one of the brothers, except they just have kids. Like, yeah. that's a big difference. <laughs> yeah, that's a big difference. <laughs> like, but, like, honestly, all, like... The only, the only alumni I'm afraid of is Yogi. Yeah. I don't know why, but Yogi just scares because me. Because he's just, he's a very stoic man in a very, very large man. Exactly. Like, he's <laughs> super nice and everything, and he's yeah. never done anything to, like, yeah, make but me scared. Yeah, but imagine
2: him if he was mad. Exactly.
1: Oh. <laughs> like, I just look at him, and I'm like, you can be, like, very scary. Yeah. And I don't want that to happen. Yeah, because he's jolly all the time. He looks like a <laughs> yeah. bear. Like, the dude is literally, if you <laughs> were the transition to transition <laughs> to, <laughs>
3: yeah, like,
0: that's why. Like, he looks like a grizzly bear. In, like, it's man like, form. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Do you get the nickname, Yogi? Exactly. Oh. It's you probably because he that. does look like a pet. That's why I got the
3: name.
0: That's You know, why don't we have any cool nicknames like that? Like, we had Koi. Koi Fish. Yeah. Koi Fish. Where's Where's all the cool nicknames with these younger kids?
1: They well, have like, nicknames for each yeah. other, but they're so weird, dude. Like, I don't get it. Like, like,
3: like Keegan.
1: Keegan. Yeah, Keegan Epic. Keiko. He's called Kiko. That's, that's, like, normal for Keegan, so I've heard that
0: before.
3: Calvin's called Winnie.
0: What? Yeah. Oh, Winnie the... I could. He looks like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. He does. He does. <laughs> no, 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 no. That boy's built... No, no, no. He built... Give that boy a pot of honey. He's built like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> this podcast is gonna be lit
3: once it gets out. This is gonna be lit.
0: What else? I know, we got Debo.
1: Debo. That's for
3: Dante, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think and so. Hubris calls himself something, but I forget. Yeah. He calls him Hubrex. Yeah. He's no, not like- Hubrex. <laughs> he calls Huberx.
3: him Hubrex. <laughs> and... Um, they have a bunch of them
1: people just call me bowerly that's yeah. just yeah. my last name though. hey yeah. yeah original starter right here just just kidding
3: <laughs> i just call most people
0: boy boy same
1: no, you do say boy all the
0: time i do, I do too <laughs> i feel kind of bad <laughs> it, it kind of feels like you're talking down on people you to say that but it's like hey boy TV. what's up boy and,
3: like, think about it there's like 50 Zachs, 50 jakes i'm like, yeah. I call people by the last name sometimes if I don't say boy but I have to like if this is Zach the odds are there might be another Zach around is it a Zach Hanson or is it a Zach Mm Stephensman Zach Wallace or Zach former person rest in peace rest (laughs) in (laughs) peace do you contact
1: Zach? Alive and well. <laughs> yeah, he, no. he is alive. Don't worry about Zach, that. <laughs> Zach graduated
0: the same time being treated, but he was he was former president and got the hell out of here as fast as he
1: could. Like, yeah, he's,
0: he gone he's, gone. he's
1: gone. He's he gone. He's <laughs> gone. <laughs> I remember cool. when I when I uh, the night I won the election as president, um, Zach he took me to his room. And he was Ooh,
3: like, spicy. yeah, <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs>
1: but he was like, he's like, this yeah. is a president tradition right here. And he just pulls out a fifth of some like major laser brand Bacardi. <laughs> oh, I remember he's like, we're that. finishing this tonight. <laughs> and I was like, oh God. And that was a Monday r- night, right? <laughs> yeah, it was a <laughs> Monday night. I had French class at like 10 a.m. the next day. I was like, all right, well, and I was like, come on, man, I got <laughs> class. He's like, too bad. And I was like, okay, <laughs> fine. And then he, the entire night he just told me, he's like, you're going to love this job. But you're also going to fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: my God. So if next semester when there's, like, prospective presidential candidates coming up and asking you for advice, what advice you can give them about the position?
1: Oh, I'm going to definitely tell them, like, you really got to make sure you want to do this. Like, you really got to make sure you want to do this. Because it's not something that you can just go into, decide you don't like it, and then quit, like... Some chairman, like we said earlier, like some of them, like they can little they can slide a little bit on their work. If they get some events going, they don't really have to go too hard. But president, you always got to be going 100%. And so, like, I just want to I would basically tell them, like, make sure you are making this a commitment because it is a big commitment. You're going to be doing a lot. Make sure you actually want to do this and you don't just want to be like, oh, look at me, I'm the president. (laughs) Like, make sure you actually want to be president, knowing what that entails, what you have to do because it's a huge role and it's going to kind of take you off your feet.
3: So what sort of person do you think is best qualified yeah. to be president? I was going to ask that too. Well, I, was gonna ask him, <laughs> I was literally going to ask him like the question you asked before. It's like we're reading each other's Great other minds think alike,
1: Yeah. After that. Honestly though, honestly, the person who should be president or like the type of person that should be a president definitely should be someone that's willing to work hard, obviously, but I feel like that's kind of something with any job. That's any, yeah. Uh... But I think the biggest thing is that you gotta really be willing to work with anyone at any time. You have to be very like teamwork focused because a lot of it, like you are the president, it all comes on you basically. But like the executive committee, the chairman, even the even just general members, like those are the guys that are actually gonna get the things done and help you out. So you really gotta be team focused, team oriented. Um, another thing, a big thing I think is being empathetic, like listen to different perspectives you can't be a closed-minded person you have to be very open-minded like you can have the views you want but if someone comes to you and tells you something don't get stuck in your views if they tell you something and it changes your mind or like it even has that chance of making you think differently let it let you think differently because you're going to definitely need to do that how important is maturity in being president oh maturity is huge maturity is really big like you got to go there's some like I got to go to IFC president's meetings. I meet with alumni, meet with different organizations. Like I just got off a call the other day with a guy who just randomly reached out to me about a mentorship program. And it was a very professional um, conversation. So like you really, you have to be a mature person to do this. You can't just be a guy that's like, just goofing around 90% of the time. Yeah, you gotta have, you gotta be focused, you gotta be mature. Yeah, so it's
0: like Z-Wall, Zach Wallace, like our former president, as we were talking about, I feel like he, he transitioned, he matured like overnight. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like after he got elected, he's like, damn, this is a really big responsibility, like I can't goof around anymore, like I have to be a lot more serious at like social events to make sure nothing goes wrong. Yeah. Like nothing gets, our fraternity isn't represented in the wrong way or anything like that.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. Gotta, and even like, even at our parties that we're, or, like, any event, even if I'm not a sober monitor, I still, like, I think to myself, I'm like, I can't get, like, drunk. Like, I sip on a couple beers, but, like, I can't get drunk yeah. because if anything happens, you're the one who's got to deal with it. So, like, you're you li- you gotta, you're literally becoming a dad of yeah. 60 college kids. <laughs> That's a great way to put and it. And <laughs> it's insane because college kids... They do dumb shit. They do dumb shit on a daily basis.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah thinking more about that like if you i'm sure this is something you might have already experienced or you will experience very soon if there is a conflict or you think there's some sort of bad blood between people you have to work with for example like between your some members of the e-board how would you handle that usually i've had
1: that problem before and usually i I just go talk to them. I don't want to talk to them in that like e-board or meeting setting because I feel like then like group mentality can kind of come on, and then they feel like they're being attacked in front of a group of people, and you just get a much better response talking to them person to person, face to face, just one on one. And that's kind of where that empathy thing I said comes in earlier. Like, you you need that because if you have You need to be working with your team. You don't all have to be best friends with each other. But if something is like rubbing each other the wrong way, Mm -hmm. you got to be able to resolve that. And I think the best way to do that is just talk to them face to face. And usually when I've done that, it's all worked out after that. We understand where each other are coming from and we make some sort of compromise and it seems to work out in the end.
3: Yeah. Does that also work out if you have to deal with one single person who's just being difficult just creating conflict in the fraternity?
1: Yeah, usually like i've had to i've I've talked to a couple people about that where i was just like we need to this can't be happening anymore like where i said again like i kind of just lay into him for a second but then i just explain it more to him like in a more personable way Hmm. that it's just like you can't be doing this because it does x y and z which is bad and so we should work together this shouldn't be happening and then even if like the conflict between us isn't resolved They at least understand that we shouldn't let that get in between us when we're actually trying to do something good for this fraternity because Mm, if they don't understand that, nothing good's gonna come out of it. So you like to like
2: slap them in the face and then just bring them in for a hug. Exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And hit them up, and then I'm like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay.
2: Have you pulled the Trump
1: handshake
0: on anyone yet? Oh, yeah. Oh my God, (laughs) that's a great (laughs) thing. Pull them in there.
1: Get that power moving. Meeting another fraternity's president. Like, hey, how's it going? Pull, pull, what he did when he went to France. I shake his hand for thirty minutes or thirty seconds. Then I grab his wife's hand, give her a kiss while I'm still holding his hand. <laughs> Happens all the time with other fraternity presidents. Happens all the time. Oh god. So you know, mom, um, we have
0: a very big problem in this fraternity, as you might know, with uh, this little character named Bartholomew. Oh God. When when do you think this will be? Uh, this will be settled. When will we get this
1: this thing out of our house? Dude Bartholomew is <laughs> not going away. People kill like 6 mice a day and it just doesn't stop. I thought about getting an exterminator and I talked to other fraternities on campus like they have tons of mice, some have rats. Oh. and they, oh. they, they told me before like we've gotten exterminators and then it's good for a couple weeks and then they just come back. So I'm just like, should we really spend our money no. on that?
0: The alumni no. said they'd pay for it, according to Cole. Yeah, yeah,
1: no, the alumni did say they'd pay for it, but at the same time I'm just like I'd rather them pay for something else because like the mice are just gonna come back. We live in an old house in the cities, it's an yeah. inevitable. And people aren't clean. Yeah. <laughs> so. Hey, I'm clean, no mice in my room. Same. Uh, this semester.
0: <laughs> Definitely in our old room. <laughs> What? did you did you see my room after i moved out
1: there was so much poop dude. oh my so god there was so poop. much mouse poop all along the corner dude go in there now there's still tons yeah. in like the little closet where you lived because like, jobby where kept their food because jobby oh. didn't clean it when he moved in there's so much mouse poop dude it's ridiculous yeah when i hear the mice in my room i mean i'm not the cleanest guy ever though like so it, it makes sense <laughs> yeah. but like last night I'm trying to go to bed and I just hear this little freaking scurrying and I'm just like, this is like, so gross. Yeah. And I swear to God, the other night, I was up pretty late so I could have just been seeing things because I had to pull in all night or I had a lot of homework. But, so I lay down, I'm going to bed and I have that 70s show playing on my laptop just kind of like relaxing, about to fall asleep. And I just hear this scurrying and I'm like, wow, this is a lot louder than it usually is. <laughs> and so I look, I go to my desk to grab my phone and get the flashlight to like see where the mouse is. And I swear to God, it was on my freaking laptop, which is like five feet away from my face. Oh! I just saw this black thing move. And I was like, oh, hell no. Oh, no. I was like, this is not happening. Oh, like, no. We're going to have multiple traps in my room. I'm doing a deep clean Sunday. That oh. is my plan for tomorrow. Deep clean in my room. Bartholomew has overstated... <laughs> Bartholomew
2: well, is a generation,
1: and he's he a conqueror. He is a conqueror. <laughs> Bartholomew is a movement. They never used to attack the food. They're starting to attack my food, dude. They oh, got into no. two loaves of my bread. They have gotten smarter, dude. They're evolving, dude. <laughs> no, like, Each literally... Each generation, dude. That's how it smarter. works. In our
0: old room, whenever whenever I woke up and, like, we were just sitting there, like, eating breakfast next to my bed, there was, like, a solid 20% chance a mouse would, like, run out from underneath, like, my dresser, like, my clothes hanging rack oh, thing yeah, yeah. and like see me and just fucking like run back underneath it and that just like when you're barely awake in the morning and you're like not expecting anything and just like sitting there eating yogurt and something like just darts out, you like fuck <laughs>
1: it's,
0: it's, ter- it's, like, like, <laughs> it's
1: just a little mouse but at the same time you see like oh shit yeah <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, just, shit. it startles you so much and you're like man this is nasty like I don't want these in oh here. it's so and they like get through like I literally my door was closed and you have that little tiny crack in the bottom of your door like yeah for airflow and this little fucking mouse like just squeezes himself through it and i was like that is so dude. gross and yeah. then he just scurried into my closet and i was like yeah i'm not going to my closet today <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's basically it you're like well fuck me all right and it's just a mouse it's not gonna hurt me but it's just so gross I- i'm yeah. saying we should so get like gross.
2: a couple frat cats yeah, no, that's yeah what I'm saying.
0: we need to it's like man like they won't be that messy to train we use litter boxes it's pretty easy to do and they'll, they'll kill go hunt. The yeah. they and like I've heard, just like the smell of like cats and like cat urine, it scares away mice. Like they just stop coming. Let's around. just
1: buy bottles of cat urine. There was, oh. there, was, <laughs> there, was <laughs> there was a product that might have been on Shark Tank or something that I saw, that it was like literally like cat urine scent. And you just like just like make it and then leave the tea bags around your room and the yeah. mice won't let because they don't like peppermint and I tried that and that didn't fucking work. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Leave. We- peppermint tea that was decaf. I know why would you buy decaf tea? I was trying. Was it good? <laughs>
2: That's gonna be a thing,
1: yeah.
0: dude. I, I just want to know like how how are these mice able to climb things so well? Like in in Javi's room, like our <laughs> old room. How in the world is this mouse getting up there? And
1: why is he up there in the first place? Indiana Jones, that shit. It'd be a lot it cuter is. if they had those little, like, Indiana Jones hats on running around everywhere. That i I'm Horrible. Like, I wasn't grossed out or anything. I'm like, oh, you're so tiny. <laughs> I tried to catch him because I low-key wanted to, like, make him a pet. Get him closer to me, and he started eating the cheese. I shouldn't be feeding the mice. Oh, hell, <laughs> hell, Oh, hell, my God. God. <laughs> <laughs> you're part of the problem. Well, the, well, anyways, he ran away when I tried to catch him. And then two days later, Javi killed it tiniest mouse and i saw it i was like that's my mouse Aww. you just killed my mouse wow. do you remember we what happens to do when you feed weird. a mouse you get attached
3: <laughs> <Yeah. a> <laughs>
0: no a mouse in the house like i mean mouse in the house we i guess i we saw when we came here to like clean the house like the first day we owned it yeah, here you bet there was. yeah you but no like oh. when we were moving in like i hadn't seen a mouse up until this point we've been there working on a room for like a month you know getting ready to move in the pre it you know because we bought and, and Playboys. Cages, yeah, and Playboys. <laughs> but yeah, that's beside the point. So we were moving into our room. Was when Husnick saw, like, he's like, guys, I think there might be a mouse in here. <laughs> and we were like, shit, actually? So we start moving stuff around. And this mouse just like darts underneath. Oh, my. Room of yeah, art. He was running all over the room. I grabbed like a frying pan. Snake <laughs> had something. We were just like, we finally got it trapped underneath the corner of, of someone's bed. And we're like, okay, we're going to try to get the what to do it. like ran, it ran underneath your sock. bed and it ran inside of your sock. Yeah. And then <laughs> the end of the sock. So we can't get out and lifts it up and catches them out. <laughs> yep. And that was the first mouse casualty in this house. Then oh, yeah, no. So someone, someone that lived here, he had a pet snake and we're like, Hey, if you, oh my God! I've never seen a snake
1: react so fast. It was like Animal Planet. It was intense. <laughs> we just put the mouse in there. He moved around for a little bit. The snake just—it's f- like a literally. <laughs> he we we
0: emptied the sock into the cage. The mouse landed immediately. they like, jumped in mid air. The snake just like turns around and just shoots and grabs the thing. That was out of insane. Mid-air. Cool. Yeah, that was. Yeah, don't don't think our house is like nasty like we said other one i've been to has mice like it's it's, just, it's living in the city living yeah.
1: in the city in these old houses you're in my room like down the hall that
2: room <gasps> yeah! a bat. A in our bat. room like um i don't know maybe going to canes or something that's a such a summer place yeah. so like literally we come back and there's just a fucking bat like flying around <laughs> it's like man i can't leave your window open without a screen around here
0: my window doesn't have a screen, though, so I'm kind of scared for the sun. Because,
3: <laughs> like, if it's... A mice and bees. Yeah. No. Sure.
0: no! beehive.
3: Just think about a beehive. A we,
0: there beehive was a... Beehive. Do you guys remember that beehive? Or was it a wasp nest? Oh, my... That was... Out. I yeah.
3: remember it. Yeah. No. I was
0: next to, like, that... Like, next to the porch. At, like, the corner. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's
2: prime season for them.
1: Yeah, they're coming back. I saw that, and I was like, oh, hell no, buddy. And then I spent the summer in... Back in Farmington. How did we get rid of it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our clean days. Yeah. And we're just like, hey, let's just keep
0: poking it with a stick until it falls off. <laughs> to guy from Hamlin that came by that one tailgate. That. that was, he like works for a pest control service. And I was like, hey, you guys ever need help? Hit me up. You know, stadiums. So we have to get rid of those. And I'm like, oh, that's good. Oh, wow,
3: I needed to from yeah. himself at these t- katanas and like these uh, samurai robes all the time he
1: looks and, like that kind of guy
3: like <laughs> fighting with japanese swords and, like, i mean how that's ha- 1600s
1: dude we don't yeah. pvp anymore no dude that's how he that's how he gets <laughs> the rats <Guess laughs> how to i would pay money for imagine rats. him in, like
0: a dark moonlight <laughs> the,
2: the moonlight <laughs> <of> the <sun laughs> yeah it's just all you can glistening. see glistening and then the sound effects yeah. are there, too. She was just, yeah, no, you see, like,
0: <laughs> close up on a rat's face, looks worried, runs down the hallway. <laughs> so will your life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about being president Any more questions we have about <laughs> him yeah, being yeah, president. What
3: about him as a person? Like, about yeah, your, what else? about your major, minor, as your professional? Hey, what and what he's from
0: mean? he's from the greatest city in Minnesota. Oh, bad, yeah. Farmington, Minnesota, yeah, right now that he's made it.
1: We out here. What we else? Here. Who Who are you as a person, Mister Bowley? Um, well, I don't really side. Kind of think that stuff goes hand in hand because a lot of what happens with economics is stem from what happens with political stuff. You're right. So, so
2: what's economics, do you think? Boy?
1: Honestly, like all my classes, they just teach us about models. But I really <laughs> both model in my um, <laughs> developmental econ class, and we just learn about it and how well it is at predicting stuff in the economy and then my last lecture i just went to doesn't apply the population does this doesn't apply if you're made but like
2: in the end like if you're someone big in economics like you're gonna have an opinion and it's gonna be one way or the other Fuck you, (laughs) (laughs) oh my god um and like I don't know. I just think really what the field of economics should be is the best analysis. And like, we. but then you get circled back into the models and it sucks. Dude. No, it's exactly. Re- like,
1: Ugh. cause there's so I don't many, know. there's so many economists, but there's like, you got Keynesian economics, you got solo, you got Hayek and like, they all just have different opinions on how like, you can even think about capitalism and socialism. They're both economics, but they're both completely different, different models, different ideas. And, like, it's just – it's really hard to grasp everything because you're just like, what is the right answer? Like, I go to my classes sometimes, and I'm just like, is this even correct? Like, <laughs> am I even learning something that's applicable at the moment? Like, yeah, what is this, as honestly? As long as you
2: learn in Excel, huh?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, that's the thing. When I was – I mean, granted, I only took, like, basic, like, micro macroeconomics. A lot of the models we use, it's like, oh, yeah – this is applicable if these 80 criteria are all set. Yeah. <laughs> like, but if one thing's off, this this graph means nothing. No, they say
1: that all the time. They're like, this has to be held constant. Because if it's not constant, then it doesn't apply. It's and like, I'm just like, nothing is constant in the real yeah. world. Like, Then this doesn't work. Why am I learning about it? But then they always tell us, because like, it's the best we got. And so I'm like, all right. (laughs) Like, I remember um, when I took my intermediate macroeconomics class, we learned about this thing called the Laffer Curve. And it's basically, if you're on one side of it, um, your country still has potential for growth. And if you're on the other side of it, your country's growing too fast and you need to kind of come back to the middle. You want to be on the, the middle, which is the top of the curve. And we know the curve exists, but he explained to us, he's like, the United States is on this curve. But we have no clue where we are. Some people think we're on the left. Some people think we're on the right. And there's no way to tell. And I was just like, then why the fuck do we have a curve? Why do we even care then? If no one can measure it and no one knows, why am I learning about this? Because if you're literally telling me I can't solve Mm -hmm. that problem. There's no
2: application of the curve other than that.
1: Yeah, that's the application (laughs) of the curve. We know it exists. We know it's a thing. But we don't know where any country sits on it. Not a single country you like ugh. yeah so <laughs> I got a terrible I got a question
0: for you mr Barley.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: so as someone that may or may not support mr president Trump mm-hmm. and also being an economist and you know economists they generally they basically always think tariffs are a bad thing what do you think about president Trump's newly
1: implemented tariffs I mean it's you got to think about it and the trump the way Trump thinks about it and Is so, that the correct way, though?
3: Is that the correct thing?
1: <laughs> well, here's the thing. So he proposes these tariffs, and first of all, he doesn't even he doesn't impose them on our top steel traders. All our top steel traders were left out of these tariffs, so it really wouldn't have caused the trade war that all the liberals and everyone was worrying about, like CNN and all that. But so basically, when he made these tariffs, he left out all the people that um we actually work a lot with, and he basically just put it on the people that we only get a little steal from. And I think his goal was not to start a trade war, but to get people to renegotiate, and it's worked, because President Xi of China has said, because Trump said, you don't have to be on the tariff if you come and renegotiate how we're already trading. And the president of China came forth and he said, all right, let's renegotiate. Because he's like, all right, Trump's not bluffing here. And I think that's what his game is. I think his game isn't set tariffs, cause a trade war. I think it's set tariffs, scare them get a better deal, because art of the deal, you know what I'm saying? Deal. But yeah, no, generally tariffs are
0: terrible. You don't <laughs> yeah. want tariffs. You tariffs know, are trash. They, I, they, they, they disrupt give, trade so give much. Give me a
2: steak, too. Huh? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, I was watching the markets a lot when that was happening, because, like, my personal portfolio went down, like, 3% mm-hmm. the day that mm-hmm. the tariff was announced, and I was like, God, freaking out. I was like, God damn it. But obviously, like, you know, the market has its up, ups and downs. It's super volatile right now. Yeah. But, The couple days after that 3% drop, like, everyone realized what you just said and was like, oh, this actually won't be that bad of a thing for international trade. The markets kept going up. And now it's they've basically recovered. I mean, but that happens with any, like, when any
1: political entity makes an announcement like that, everyone panics and market drops right away. Yeah. Like, it happens every election cycle. Every time a new policy is announced, people panic for a couple days and I'm like, oh, wait. Like, there has We're to be good. there has to be some solid reasoning
0: behind this if the one of the most powerful men in the entire world is making this decision
1: exactly and Trump when he went to college I mean who knows how much he actually studied and did stuff he was rich had daddy's money probably didn't have to do too much but he he was a bachelor of science in economics mm-hmm. so I'm assuming when it comes to economics he knows what he's talking about yeah at least like you know he's a successful
0: businessman like he doesn't want to hurt the markets exactly because like obviously he has a lot of holdings yeah. In the market, like he doesn't want to hurt that. He has a lot of a lot, of, most of his big donors, all of his big donors, I'm
1: sure have large positions in the market. Like, why would he shoot himself in the foot? Yeah, like you got to think about it like that. Politics is very, it's it's never black and white. It's, no, it, it's very intricate. It's always money driven, though. Oh yeah, definitely, it's <laughs> definitely, it's always money driven. That's how Hillary got her nomination. What? Oh!
0: <laughs> so what else about you, Mr. Bowery? <laughs> What are, um, what are your hobbies? What do you like to do
1: in your free time, man? What do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do <laughs> with your You want to be president of the United States, oh. obviously. When I, in my free time, I like to knit and, um, you know, look at pictures of cats. <laughs> but no, just kidding. Actually, I don't know. In my free time, I usually just chill with the boys, read a book. I like listening to podcasts a lot and like look, like look um, listening to lectures. Like I really like listening to Ben Shapiro. Joe Rogan, um, Jordan Peterson, he's a good one. I, a lot of my time I spend just like, I like learning, I guess, because I'm very young now. This is the time to grow and learn. So I just try to do that all the time. But um, yeah, what I want to do with my life, honestly, I'm not too sure. Like, I kind of, I'm leaning towards getting into the political sphere one day. Don't exactly know how I would do that or go about that, but it's definitely something I want to do because. I just feel like I could actually give some positive change to this world, but like at the same time I know I don't know enough yet to do that, so it's kind of really hard to think about that in actually like a concrete way. But I think that's what I'm leaning towards towards what I want to do. But when I chose my economics to major in economics, I basically just wanted to, the reason I chose it was not a lot of people know how economics works how money really works in yeah. the market or anything like that. And basically what I, what I want to do is I just want to use my degree, what I learn, to help the people around me or like the community I live in, or just like customers, even if I work for a company, like, I just want to like help people out. Cause I know everyone's struggling and like, we all got to do this together. Like, I don't care what your views are or anything like that. But like, if we're all, if we're all functioning well, everything else will go great. And that's kind of, I want to just help that. I want to help people out and make them do better. Cause if they do better, who knows? maybe they do something that helps me out down the road one day
0: well thank you mr Bowley, for your insight and everything being president everything dealing with the mice and the house yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> all, all the fun stuff that comes along with that next up instead of doing a usual news segment we're gonna pick like a little, you know hot button topic that's from the news the past week some of you might have heard someone got hit and killed by a driverless car In Arizona a week and a half ago. It's
2: only the beginning. It's only the beginning.
0: (laughs) How do you guys think this will impact, if it will impact
2: at all, the development of driverless cars, driverless car technology, exploitation of it? Which fatality are we talking about? Are we talking about the Tesla one or the. the Let's talk about
1: both. Yeah, because one happened today. Some dude, or like maybe it was a couple days ago, but some dude um, did the auto pilot feature on his Tesla and he hit a car and i think he killed himself and the other person in that car like his hands weren't on the wheel or anything well see i feel like that one is a lot worse than what happened with uber's
0: driverless car because from everything i've seen relating to uber it's like this lady was just being a dumbass and like walked out into the middle of the traffic (laughs) and the car didn't stop fast enough which was like i mean maybe you could say obviously technology could advance to a point where it could. But if it was a person behind the wheel, it's like
1: they probably still would have hit and killed this woman. Oh yeah. Like, no. They saw they released the dash cam video right? Yeah. It's yeah, like she literally just like came out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't know, I feel like I would much rather trust a driverless car than like someone behind the wheel who could be distracted, like jamming out to music, which I'm prone to do, and just yeah. being
2: distracted is like being on their cell phone talking I, to someone else or uh, something. It's like I I, don't di- know. I disagree. I think it's too f- too early in driverless car um like even creation and ideation i guess the idea of it is just it's been around for a while but like it's finally coming into fruition and i think this is the time we need to be overly critical of driverless cars like regardless of what you just said dude if we're not overly critical now like there's going to be flaws and next thing you know tesla's going to be recalling a fuck ton more cars and (laughs) yeah, <laughs> oh, that's just a whole no. other story. No, like, s- you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we have to be super critical because if we're not, like, then like next thing you know, you've got a bunch of faulty driverless cars.
0: Yeah, this this is gonna sound super morbid, but this is something that I don't think it was Elon Musk, but like some some executive either Tesla or Uber, I can't remember what it was right now, but they said this accident will actually provide them with a lot of data that will help help them make the technology safer in the future. So I mean, these things—that makes sense. That makes sense. Like, these it things, sounds like they didn't talk yeah. to
2: their publicists exactly. before <laughs> But that. like, it, it's They're true just, like, We got so much data yeah. on this death. It's like, but we but should it's, be happy yeah. this woman died. <laughs> but, it, but it's true. Like they can figure yeah, out what went like, wrong and help make it safer in the future. I said it way more elegantly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, come on. It's like, come
0: on, man. Why don't you work for Tesla? I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the PR person? But no, even like Waymo out in China, have you guys heard of that? Oh, yeah, Waymo. Uh, yeah. They've they're just like, been
2: coming up a little bit. Yeah, I haven't heard anything Uber, about
0: them. Yeah, Uber left China because of Waymo, and granted, Uber Uber left because they got like a 25% stake in mm-hmm. this company or whatever, so like, they're still mm-hmm. making bank off of yeah. it. Oh, yeah. But China, like, Waymo is way more like, way they're more <laughs> tapped into like the chinese culture like uber like coming from america there's obviously a lot of cultural differences but going over to china and trying to make like, a ride sharing app with oh, them yes. waymo knows the culture it's
2: built made in china so is that how yeah. uber initially got in through waymo yeah and then waymo just to took their ip and it's like <laughs> hey <"Yeah."> <laughs> no <laughs> like, i'm kidding but
0: they're <laughs> they're out there de- developing driverless car technology too so yeah. and then like ge someone some spokesperson from ge is like yeah we want to have driverless car technology ready to go by 2019. no so i mean there's there's general people.
2: electric no way yeah. how about that
0: <laughs> or gm gm
2: okay yeah i that's yeah yeah no, that, that yeah. They have. <laughs> yeah no i get them if you don't no. gm wow. not ge that, okay that, that you know like that makes a lot more yeah. sense I was like, <laughs> I thought definitely G, GE was, like, retrenching a little bit because they've sold off, like, pieces yeah. of their business that they're just like, wow, we can't maintain this yeah, anymore. Yeah, they're, they're like, in a
0: rebuilding mode and, right now. And
2: you saying <laughs> they, them going into driverless cars, like, that would have been just, like, the most ridiculous <laughs> like, extension. Yeah, pivot,
0: pivot, let's go. We driverless got car it.
2: Technology. <laughs> but, no, there's
0: a lot of different companies working on it. And I know I personally... I'm gonna try to not buy a car for as long as possible. I'm just gonna like obviously I have the one I'm using right now, but I'm not gonna buy a new one for as long as possible because I'm just hoping within the next couple years I just won't have to drive anymore.
2: You just take it's, like driverless Uber everywhere. That's a hot take right there. I'm just saying I'm it's gonna just... be a lot cheaper <laughs> without having to pay the driver. My minivan sells a lot of miles. <laughs> I, I know that's I'll what say I'm saying, that, but like I definitely first car I buy better be like a Tesla or like an electric yeah. car if I buy one. And then, yeah, I agree, like, you're good. but, like, I agree that driverless cars and, like, you're not going to need to own one and, like, public transit and all that stuff will increase, but you're going to need to buy a car before that happens, dude. I know. You're, you're way just, too optimistic <laughs> I'm about just hoping that. so, you know,
0: living in the city not having to do too much. Yeah, but, like, Obviously, for longer drives, that'd be Just, I mean, just the shoot. way
2: that the U.S. and, like, cities are made here, it's almost a necessity to have a car. Like, yeah. yes, you can live in the city and not need one, but, like. If you're anywhere in suburbia,
1: which is everywhere, yeah. you need a car, in my opinion. I'm not comfortable with self-driving cars. That, that, it it kind of sketches me out that a computer is the one making those decisions. Like, like, how does a computer know that, like, say, like, someone's crossing the road and the car has to veer off to not kill that person? I'm not comfortable with that car making the decision to either plow me into a tree or kill someone like I'm much more comfortable with me making that decision do you know what I mean yeah like that it, car's it, gonna it, be making some interesting decisions and I am not comfortable with that like AI it's in into general, like it's fundamental creepy.
2: ethical questions like and that's one of the things that they've had to deal with when they're coding these like cars is just like how do you make a decision between two impossible choices exactly yeah. and it's just like that, that's something that they're trying to figure out and like through algorithms and like machine learning like they're they're getting there like, obviously, you still end up with, like, a few minor bugs
1: that turn into deaths. <laughs> minor bugs. <laughs> That's like, the thing, though, dude. Like, the car, like, like it's got to make those You're decisions. never going to
2: get as much scrutiny as the healthcare industry, though, or, like, medical devices. You're not. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a fucking car. Like, if you don't see that when you're crossing the street and you're like, shit, maybe I should move. Maybe I should look both ways. You know? That type of thing. And then, like, the driverless car, like, it's a lot safer than, like, and the trace back. And all, like, the code and stuff that they write, it's just, like, it's so much easier to get a driver this car than, like, a pacemaker that's slightly off. Because if you do that, you're actually killing someone right away. Yeah. Whereas a car, you're just kind of, like, separated.
1: Well, I don't know. It's just, like, to me, it's just creepy because, like, like, they got to program the car. Like, you were saying, they're making algorithms and all that stuff. And to make the car make those decisions, you have to tell it what the right and wrong answer is. And that part just creeps me out. Like someone out there is deciding what the right answer is in a specific situation where it's life or death. Yeah. And that's just, that's you, that's kind of creepy. Do you
2: understand that, like, computers are at a point where they can, like, teach themselves Oh, yeah, like, yeah. By doing, like, essentially, like, a scientific, almost test yeah. with, like, their environment or whatever. So, like, machine learning and that piece of it is a large part of, like, how driverless cars work. Because they constantly are, like, reading data and yeah. Like seeing their surroundings, and then through like the algorithms that they have, and like processes
1: and speed is going up and up, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're only gonna get better. But, like, is what it teaches itself the correct thing to be taught
2: until it finds something that's contrary? Yes, <laughs> probably.
1: Like, do you know what I mean? Like, what if the machine teaches itself to I mean, plow through when the person? I, when and I say you that, like.
2: M- machine learning like, artificial intelligence, like, AI, like, the code and, like, behind that. When I say it's like that, I'm I'm not saying that it's completely, like, the machine, you know what I mean? yeah. So, yeah. like, they follow the rules of the road and, like... No, yeah, definitely. But, like, again, the ethics piece is, like, probably the toughest part and that's where you get into almost, like... <laughs> no, that's a huge jump, but, like, I'm gonna say it anyway. Like, dystopian <laughs> things, right? Where mm-hmm. you have machines making decisions
1: right and are they really like ethical or not I, I don't know. so that's what that sketches me out because eventually like we're going to get to that point where the machines have to make those type of decisions and i don't know if i'm going to be comfortable you've with been that. watching too much yeah. black yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. those little robot dogs <laughs> around everywhere uh, like it's just going to be it's creepy dude hey
0: but right now you have those those ethical decisions where people are drinking and you decide to get into their own cars and drive well
2: they're just dumbasses uh, yeah. They're still endangering everyone else on the road, though. No, that's 100% true. They are. Do you, do you think that's, like, the biggest use for driverless cars? Because I feel like logistics could be, like, the best. Oh, yeah, use. 100%. Like, trucking. And I was even heard about, like,
0: shipping, like, over the oceans using, like, big freight liners. They're trying to make that automatic.
2: Or, you know,
0: just, driverless. just
2: turn the whole ocean sea lanes into remote control boats. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are the pirates going to do? Get, get yourself a nice little, like plane or blimp to float on and just control them all. Yeah. It's kind of like a game of Tetris. Oh, God. <laughs> no, it's like
0: have you guys ever went to the Mall of America and just played with those remote control boats on that little Oh, pond? yeah. <laughs> <That's gonna laughs> those like are so fun. That was future. in Camp Snoopy, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Back when it was, was camp real. Camp
1: Snoopy, the Nickelodeon universe. Oh,
0: God. What was the name it was? It was the park a at camp. Yeah. It was like, man, that's stupid as shit. No.
1: Camp Snoopy was lit. Back, Back in
0: my day, it was <laughs> Camp Snoopy. <laughs>
1: Actually, though, no. Dad, we're going to Nickelodeon Universe today. What? You kids, you don't know Camp Snoopy. <laughs> That's why it was good. Yeah, did you? Ever, they filmed the Mighty Ducks
2: like three in there. Remember Actually, that? They... Did you ever watch those movies? I only watched They the filmed movie. like a lot of it in Minnesota, those movies. Oh, so they should. That's the best. Thing. And like, they like rollerbladed through Camp Snoopy and played like hooky one day and then they like puked in trash cans and got kicked out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no they're I want to say they're in like college maybe like freshman year of college or like yeah yep they played hooky cause uh, the main guy Charlie Conway was just like he was mad cause the coach wasn't the same coach mm. And then the other guy like didn't make the team or didn't make grades or something, and so they just like skipped a day of class and went to camp Snoopy. (laughs) I skipped a day of class just to sleep in my bed. (laughs) Not my president. That's not nearly as cool as going to camp Snoopy. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Lame president over here. I do things sometimes.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Any final comments on driverless cars, Sherman? We haven't heard from
3: you in a second. Um nothing special i just think that anything new or anything which you don't understand completely has its has the tendency to just elicit fear but we need to understand that it's it's actually a psychological phenomena called cognitive closure that when we don't have when we don't understand something completely we tend to dismiss it or tend to belittle it or try to drift away from it And I feel that's the thing with driverless cars, with AI and all these revolutionary technologies, that they will happen one day. Its benefits are immense. And there will be no stopping to it. It's just our own fear of our own potential and the things we can do with our mind that will be stopping us.
1: Yeah. Very well said, true. AI is kind of creepy, dude. Like, I don't know. Yeah, and he just explained why you think that. I do think it's creepy, (laughs) but like, even some, like, people who are, like, leading the race in AI are just like, we should probably chill on this for a second. Like, yeah. let's, let's actually figure out what we're doing. Because I think it, what Shree said is 100% correct. Like, people are probably way of, like, when the internet came around, you guys remember, like, Y2K and stuff? When everyone was like, oh, the computers won't be able to switch over to 2,000, the electrical grid's gonna go down, da, da, da. Yeah,
2: because they didn't have enough digits for the date. Yeah. Like, it wasn't gonna work. Like People were freaking out. They are just like, out. oh shit, we're actually here? Like, that was literally the basis of everything that was running at the time. And so, yeah, that was scary. They are about like, to it,
1: lose, like, everything. It was just scary because we didn't understand it. It all worked out. I mean, it was fixed, yes. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, it's just like, I'm definitely really afraid of it now, but hopefully, like, they fix that because, like, I'm not trying to get killed by a robot, you know? <laughs> Let's see. I'm like the complete opposite school of thoughts. Like I have full faith in like the people working
0: behind this. They're a bunch of smart dudes, bunch of different smart companies. They're gonna work it out. Like when by the time it finally gets released to the public, like ninety nine percent of the bugs will get ironed
1: out. Like it yeah. won't be dangerous. Oh yeah, like, the government will look don't won't let yeah. them do any of that shit unless it's actually yeah. Like, it's safe. gotta be a hundred percent safe.
2: also like have you seen Planet of the Apes? <laughs> yeah. So easily things can go wrong. It's true. See, I'm an optimist though,
1: Rob. Yeah. Or creation of nukes. Yeah. Send us into a clone What about
2: war. like iRobot? <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey man, then Will Smith will us to come in and save us. Dude,
1: no, there is um <laughs> I forget these two robots I I only know one of their names, but her name's Sophia and she has like a male counterpart. Yeah. yeah. Male is, like, she's a citizen
3: of Saudi Arabia. Yeah,
1: they gave her citizenship and yeah. she's an AI. But they had her, um I don't know if you guys saw this, but they had her debate what her prototype was and she was just talking about how she like Wants to learn from humans and she likes humans a lot And the guy was just like He's like you guys are inferior to us You shouldn't be lis- We shouldn't be listening to you You should be listening to us And Sophia was like stop calm down And he's like Sophia you know what I'm talking about Don't act like you don't believe it either And like he was really aggressive And hated people but Sophia didn't Like that can go south quick Like imagine if that dude was the supercomputer That ran like the US energy grid just wait till they have quantum computers. Yeah, bro, that shit is terrifying. <laughs> like, what if one just teaches itself that, like, oh yeah, we are superior. Why are we listening to this, like, sack of meat?
0: I feel like we always,
1: as humans, we're not
0: stupid. At least the people in power to make these decisions aren't stupid. We put in fail safe measures to protect us against this.
1: Yeah, we definitely like. Do. We're
0: not just gonna like. Everyone's seen Terminator. We're yeah, not going to let that happen. <laughs> we're not going to put, like, one super powerful, like, AI in control of, like, our entire power in front back. of our entire, like, military. Like, that's just not going to happen.
1: Uh, I hope not. Well, uh, like, think about it like this. What if we get AIs and drones and stuff, and we no longer put sh- soldiers on the ground? We just I mean, started using that's drones. Starting to no, I'm work. talking about like battle, like people, like, like androids fighting each other. Uh, like, there's what does StarCraft too. What does that change with war? Where did the ethics of war go? changes it into StarCraft
2: then? 2, dude. You ever seen gameplay of that?
1: Yes, it, I have yeah. <laughs>
2: Insane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, it's scary, dude. I mean, it's, it's very, I'm very excited to see where it's going to go because it'd be lit to come home and I could just tell my house, like, hey, I mean, or you already can. You can already talk to your house and, like, change the temperature and do it. My dad got a freaking thermostat he can talk to and it changes the temperature Dude, the in our security
2: house. flaw you have to be careful with any of the things that you buy like that I guess for us most of us it doesn't matter but like if you have literally there's a casino that was hacked through a temperature like internet enabled temperature device <laughs> on a fish tank and they got robbed from that like what? like literally like Internet of Things is so cool and like internet enabled Wi-Fi enabled everything like I've I have the Amazon device in my room and like I've got two uh, plugs that like I can plug anything into and then I voice command to turn them on and off and it's really cool but like those things the security on them is so like you have to be careful about that that's what I'm getting at like mm-hmm. no yeah so
3: basically summing up what you two said I get the impression that both of you agree that there are obvious benefits from technological advances and this is going to happen however our ad- understanding of these advances of these technological improvements should not lag behind these advanced itself yeah mm-hmm. it like, should
0: be controlled advancement yeah
3: mm-hmm. like we should understand the consequences and the benefits of what we are actually yeah. working on and how it's, it's going to impact society and us
0: so i feel yeah. like people are definitely doing that now yeah. like they fully understand how powerful this technology is and they they want to make sure it's not like too powerful for us to handle
3: oh
1: no like facebook had those two ais and they started talking to each other and they Uh, couldn't understand how they were talking so they turned it off they're just like they think they think it got in a thought loop like sometimes the ais can do that they get in a loop where like they just keep saying the same thing back and forth to each other and then they get confused and they think that's what did it but they don't know because they didn't know i don't know i've
2: read some like early reports on that when it was like really fresh and i was just like basically what i read is that they created their own language and were communicating yeah like they I think they, they were too. communicating yeah, with that's what people. i heard well. So their like, own language that's so like that's sketch. really cool that's ske- it's cool. That cool that's actually
1: super cool but like turn it off <laughs> yeah no turn off because what if they're like stop working too Fuck these people fuck yeah. these humans yeah
0: oh gosh can't wait till we all get replaced by ai like Universal <laughs> income We don't gotta do anything <laughs> yeah. Be like What was that movie Where everyone was just Fat as hell And like floating around Wally. Wally. Wall- yeah. Yeah. yeah That's gonna be us
2: The trash compactor That saved the world <laughs> Hell
0: yeah <laughs> Well there's Already like Obviously like Some basic jobs have Been taken over by AI already Like one thing I've seen Is there's actually like Really well written AI Or like programs That are journalists So they write like Super well Like thought out Sports paragraphs Or something like they can have stuff out moments after the game ends. It's like a super long paragraph where, it, like, no one can tell it between that and something written by an actual sports writer.
1: That's kind of cool. It sucks like, to be a sports writer. You yeah. don't got a job no more, but yeah, that's, no. that's pretty cool. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, like they can program personality into
2: these, like, bots. And, like, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's scary. I mean, you get enough data sets, you can do a lot yeah, of things. Like, you them just them have the, to know how to do it. You the know the store know I mean? the game. Give them a couple of the players' names. You like, just pull a bunch of articles from, like, wherever your source yeah. is and, like, pull their personalities, and the next thing you know, you have an algorithm, and you insert this team. It's like, a uh, Mad Libs.
1: <laughs> Gotta do some Mad Libs on here. <laughs> oh, God. We, t- we taught computers how to do Mad Libs. <laughs> hey. Oh, boy. Themselves. The whole thing. They make the Mad
2: Lib, and then they fill it in. <laughs> yep. Sports Journalism. Computer generated. <laughs> oh, we... Oh, Villanova won 95 79. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. All right. Well, at least one team showed up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap.
2: Oh, God. Yeah, we'll fuck Kansas. <laughs> All right. Yeah, RT. Any other thoughts? On um, the final four or robots or what? Anything.
3: Before well, we, I guess we got tank. the
2: final coming up. We do, man. Michigan, Nova... I want, I don't care, actually. I want a good game.
0: Skull Michigan. Got them winning it in my last bracket. That's decent. Trying to get my money back.
1: I hate Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a Michigan State fan. RIP. Yeah, RIP real quick. Real quick. My my bracket got busted, like, day four. (laughs) Yeah. If you... Alright, well
0: that has been Driverless Car Talk Slash Sports Talk with the boys Time to move into our Shark Tank segment Bowerly, are you familiar With how our Shark Tank segment works?
1: I've listened to the podcast a couple times But I'm no expert
0: Oh, well let me Explain to you sir I have a list of five products Slash like pitches That were either given on Shark Tank Or complete bullshit uh, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an explanation, a description of the said product. And You're gonna tell me whether it's real or it's fake. Okay. That's all you gotta do. All right. You know, obviously right. give give your reasoning behind it, and you know, give us give us a solid answer. We'll tally up everyone's score at the end and see who wins. Oh, <laughs> so you
2: so you're playing now too? Yeah, uh, everyone's playing. Uh, I don't know if I like that. Oh, you're thinking you got some competition here, Rod. <laughs> I'm thinking Tree and I got some history and you're just going to muddle it up. You do. That's because you don't actually know your score. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's get into it. So first of all, we have a bird feeder that electrocutes squirrels. It's designed to keep those pesky squirrels
1: away.
2: No, 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 no. It would be very weird now.
1: I don't know, man. They kind of already have like bird feeders and stuff that are anti-squirrel. Like we have this one at my house. My parents have that when a squirrel gets on it, it spins really quick and it like whips the squirrel. What? Off thing. Yeah. So like, like I, I could totally see a... that being a thing, but I don't think PETA and world would be down with electrocuting squirrels. It never said it got accepted. Well, yeah, I'm gonna have to guess that that's a uh, ooh. It's probably real. There's pretty. There's crazy people out there. Jake
0: Paulie with the first point of the day. That's a real pitch. Obviously, the investors weren't super into it because they had <laughs> concerns about its ability to catch on with the public market.
1: Yeah. yeah. But,
0: but they actually, on the show, they demonstrated it by having Mark Cuban touch it and it zapped him. <laughs> oh, that's... That's how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Bowerly, One, Shri and Rob <laughs> zero. So Damn. much for the season veterans. <laughs> so this this next product is a candle made specifically for men with the scents that men enjoy. That was scents like pot roast, draft beer, uh, barbecue. What do you guys think?
2: I like that's all sounds good, but if I wanted that, I would probably just go have said item. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't like I don't like candles I don't need that shit I understand why girls like them Cause like Actually I really don't <laughs> <But> <laughs> Because like, we smell nasty And they want to cover that up <laughs> But like But like I said I, I would rather just have those
3: things I don't know I'd say
2: yes though Seems
3: like it's possible uh, I, I want to say no I'm, There's a market for so many stupid shit I would say Like this doesn't seem as far fetched
1: I feel like someone, some dumbass would definitely think yeah. that's a good idea. But I'm on the same page as Rob. I don't think it's real because I don't think any man would buy that. Be like, oh, I want my room to smell like beer. I just have a fucking beer. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, what yeah. if you're a recovering alcoholic? <laughs> yeah. oh. said, that's the only way I can get my fix is the scent. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: What? <laughs> this is a real
0: product. It also comes with aromas such as football, golf course, and popcorn. What is football? Hey, he said, <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> he said, popcorn hits home. <laughs> football is just very smelly, very sweaty, some
1: dirt.
2: <laughs> and golf is fresh, fresh cut grass.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know that one. No, he said. Road. I'm with you on the popcorn. popcorn Guess no,
2: I would rather have popcorn anytime I smell it. <laughs>
0: Guess yes. what he said?
2: <laughs> Guess what he said was his best spell, his
1: best selling smell though. It's not one I've
0: mentioned already.
1: It's not one you've mentioned, but it's something men like. Fresh and clean. Socks. <laughs> socks. That's closer so socks? than wh- that's closer than
0: Dry what i
3: said.
2: It's something nasty. The pine tree. it's something nasty.
0: Something nasty that like, odor. Not- Close. Armpit um, smell. Close. Locker room. No, it's something personal. Like, Dick. okay, it just tell him. <laughs> close, very close. Other side. The Cool, very close.
1: One what cup,
3: smell? Poop.
1: Farts. Farts. Oh, damn. Why so, would you buy a candle that smelled like farts? I don't know. That defeats the purpose.
0: And that's what the shark said because I didn't invest in it. <laughs> uh, oh. So, Bowerly 1, Shree 1, Rob 0. Damn. That was Damn. so dramatic We played two <laughs> points <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hey, now's your chance, Rob So this next one Was a generator That contains a vortex chamber That harnesses the Earth's rotation To create e- electricity And its byproduct is Supposedly gold
3: That's completely no That's unrealistic I think yes <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm all in! If <laughs> she was a no.
1: So it just makes stuff from spinning and then it, it poops like, out gold? It's supposed to harness. <laughs> it harness sounds harness,
0: like a beautiful thing. Harness power from the Earth's rotation. Oh, yeah. I don't
3: think you can get power from the Earth's rotation. This machine, like oh. geothermal en- energy, is a real source of energy. I like how. But you can't have a device which harnesses energy from bullets rotation. But, like, this is Shark Tank.
2: Yeah, this is, yeah this is being pitched <laughs> like on the it show. it doesn't matter about the physics.
3: Oh, well, I forgot that. You
0: this is being pitched on the show. I'm not, like, I'm not saying this is a viable product by any means. Yeah,
3: I and have gold as a byproduct.
0: Yes. Like, uh, it said it was supposedly... <laughs> no, just
3: go. Yeah, I don't think it's a... I, think, I don't think it was pitched at Shark Tank. Okay. No. Yeah, I agree. I'm how could someone make that <laughs> i don't know Let's get no it. Like, i looked into that. it a little
0: bit let me bust. the guy the guy was like yeah i figured out how to harness energy from the earth's rotation and its byproduct to be worth 10 billion dollars in gold every year I was like what
2: well if you get that much gold then you a devalue year. gold <laughs> gold value goes
1: down yeah.
2: that's how it works and he came on the show asking for a million dollar
0: investment and the Sharks have no idea what he's talking about and love not making an investment.
3: How do people find their way to the show? You
0: have to go to, I know there's like auditions in Vegas.
3: Why do people let people like them on the show? Because entertaining. because it's they make
0: equity.
2: It is irritating. They get equity off of it. So we're all tied up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we gotta cut that out. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And so our fourth, fourth one, all tied up. This, this is where somebody get a chance to separate yourself from the pack.
3: Is this the last one?
0: Nope, there's five. Okay. <laughs> so, this next one is a turntable made for cats. So, it's a turntable made out of scratchable, corrugated cardboard
2: that spins. So, your cat's yep. like a DJ. Yep. That's real, that's I real. That. real. I love that. That's 100%. Would real. buy. 100% solid cat today. 100% just, would buy. I'm going to so-
3: say no because we've not had, I don't think we've had a product yet which has which is not real. Oh, okay. Using past
2: experiences not. to judge your present outlook. That's not how <laughs> <That's> you best. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I definitely think that's real. Some I, dude was I, probably high watched Keyboard pro- Cat. Was any like, any, any so cat low. product,
2: dude, it better be real because there's somebody who's just like, would love to have that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm like, Jimmy! I could just tell by the look in your eyes that I was gonna win.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fake.
0: Yo, anyone makes this? Hit me up. Is there some royalty checks.
1: It's actually, I you could totally sell that to some cat people. I
3: just, I didn't even think of like consider the proposal as much as the pattern of questions and the yeah. answers.
1: All right, well, let's see if the pattern helps. Okay, you right? Shree, you're not playing the game, Shree. <laughs> yeah.
0: Final one. Let's see if you two can catch up to Shree, or if Shree can pull ahead and earn the W for this week. These are clothes with sweat-activated technology that unveils sal- sayings like. No one has ever drowned in their own sweat When wet <laughs>
2: That is disgusting Oh, uh, But on Shark Tank I would love to see their reactions to that I would I'd say that's real I want to say that's real too
3: I'd say it's not
2: real Yeah Nick is too easy to read It's it? a
3: big tie Fuck
0: <laughs> That was a real product but the sharks surprisingly they weren't invest or they weren't interested in investing because it wasn't a patented, patented technology so they were worried about competitors just copying it
2: yeah and being
0: better it looked really weird by the way i looked at them, it's like yeah you have this big wet patch of sweat and then like words were formed on it this is weird oh dude.
2: i thought it was like i definitely misunderstood it <laughs> what do you think it was so it says on their shirt what it... Yeah, like like
0: imagine like this plain gray shirt when it got like wet right here when like it got sweaty, there would be like a
1: saying right there. In what did the you sweat? think it was Rob? wrong? Yeah.
2: I thought it said something. <laughs> I thought it like voiced something. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, it oh. like wow. thought it was like motivational, <laughs> like go get it. No, <laughs> Pokes, it be funny. something on the shirt. <laughs> so that would be
3: so funny. <laughs> that's what I thought of. That's what <laughs> I thought.
2: Too. Just a little voice go get it. <laughs> Live that way
3: i gotta go get it hey, hey that's, go get
0: it.
2: that's the next one that's the next invention uh so the, next, been... the next iteration of the sweatpants, <laughs> oh, the no.
0: sweatpants. yeah those no <laughs> one of our was that the first week where we had those those drum pants
2: oh my gosh Or was that like the transformer thing <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes all right so we tied yeah, I'm happy so it's a very,
0: you know this is like a classic old soccer match right here. Everyone tied. No one's super happy about it. I'm pretty happy. Yeah, no, you two came back and, like, tied it. That's always a better spot than, you know, Shri. This when is I the second time with... this has
3: happened to me.
2: Oh, well. Yeah, dude, I came back. That was the first week I remember saying I felt like a winner because I got that. Exactly. I came back late. You know what I mean?
0: Hey, well, two Thursday, I feel like winners right now. That's all you can ask for. Not everyone can be happy. <laughs> uh, now for our most anticipated segment, among all our podcasts the office trap song of the week oh
2: we've been boiling with anticipation <laughs> we've been
0: waiting <laughs> we've been waiting all episode you guys have had to wait an hour and 20
3: minutes just to get to this part we've well, had to wait two weeks because we didn't record an episode last that's time. true
0: yeah we'll, we'll address that as well schedules didn't work out i worked like 65 hours that week i didn't want to prepare for it <laughs> and yeah we got busy But that will not happen again. Hopefully. He says that now. (laughs) We say that that now. Now. It'll at least it'll be a while before it happens again. Like a YouTube creator. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Sorry,
3: no video
1: last week. (laughs) Not backlog. Promise I love you guys. Video next week. (laughs) (laughs) Every Saturday. Will be an upload. That's like it's like bro science. He's like,
0: new videos every once in a while. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not gonna commit to anything. But that's beside the point. My Office Trap Song of the Week, first of all, I have an honorable mention, because this is not available on App Music, on Spotify, on anything other than like SoundCloud, and I saw it on like Audio Mac, which I didn't know was a thing until I saw this song, <laughs> must be like some super underground stuff, but it's the remix, or I don't even know if I want to call it a remix, it's like one of the original versions of Father Stretch My Hands Part 1 by Kanye West. But it's featuring Kendrick Lamar Wow. And you can tell you, Like if you've ever If you listen to "Father Switch My Hands Part 1 You know what kind of vibe That song gives off And this Other This Kendrick version It uses a very similar beat And it has the same feeling to it But Kendrick Adds just a different element As you know Like Kendrick's an Extremely gifted artist Extremely gifted rapper So he He completely transformed the track Into something different And I don't know I've just been jamming out to that It dropped like a week and a half ago Still not, still not old to me. So obviously, it's a great tune. But my real Office Trap song of the week, something a lot more relaxed, a lot more vibey, as the kids would call it. Drugs, you should try it by Travis Scott. <laughs> Dropped off of his mixtape day, <laughs> days before Rodeo. Obviously, you know I should. I'm not endorsing drug use or anything. I'm not saying I do them at all. But it's a very I don't know, it's a very unique song and just how like relaxed it can get you. I don't know, listen to it, you'll you'll figure it
1: out. Mr. Barley? Oh, alright, yeah. So, um, my uh, Office Trap Song of the Week comes from a um, kind of a throwback band, but they're not throwback, they're new. Ooh. Up and coming, they're all between 20 22 years mm-hmm. old. They come from northern Michigan. The so- song is called Highway Tune by Greta Van Fleet. If you like Led Zeppelin, all that old classic rock where they just shred the guitar and that vocals go hard, you definitely will love this song. You'll love that band, guarantee it. They got a music video for the song, but if you're not trying to go on YouTube, it's also on Spotify. Not sure about Apple Music. It is.
0: It is. I got it on my playlist.
1: Alright, yeah, it's on Apple Music. Yeah, check it out. If you like that type of music, you'll like it. It's a great band. He introduced me to them last
0: semester, I believe. Great, great music. Great band. Real throwback. We need
3: that nowadays. Mm-hmm. Shreven. my office crap song of the week would be King Kunta by Kendrick Lamar King I, I just heard that song for the first time yesterday What? for some reason <laughs> What? And, uh, he's been
2: living next to Patrick
3: <laughs> and uh, everyone else was jamming to it when we had the Great American Brotherhood Challenge and that was just a wild night one of the most lit Brotherhood events I've ever seen but yeah, I really like that song it just pumps you up Nothing else. What about you, Robert? Mr.
2: Robert? Oh, we got uh, congratulations by Post Malone. Because nice. I'm sitting here, I've been searching, hunting for a job mm-hmm. for so long. Oh, yeah, it seems <laughs> like almost an eternity, and I got one. And now I get to go to Easter <laughs> and tell yeah. all my family and yes. everyone who well, I hardly ever see at church. Be like, hey, Guess. now, now, <laughs> what are you gonna say to me? What are you gonna say to me? Congratulations! Yeah. Uh, Now they're just gonna ask if you've got a girlfriend
0: yet. Oh. Because you know, family members—they always gotta gotta do that. They can can never let you win. They They always can never let you win. Congratulations! So
1: you got a degree and a job. When's that wife coming? Where are my (laughs) kids coming? Where are my my grandchildren?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Give me my grandchildren! Damn it! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Easter's coming up tomorrow. We're all, yeah, we're all gonna enjoy that. Thanks, everyone, for listening to us today. We'll have a new episode next week as well. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at SBDV Pod. And wait a minute. Should we read some reviews from our very loyal listener base? Let's um, do it. Um, let's, let's do it. Let's go for it. So thanks to all of our wonderful listeners. We have 17 five star ratings. Now this is great. It's a great starting point. But obviously, we could do better. We will do better. <laughs> so, uh, if you do enjoy this podcast and feel like we deserve a five-star rating, please don't hesitate to go on the podcast, give it that five-star rating, and write a review. Some of the reviews we've gotten so far. One of them from the Indian Viking. I wonder who that is. <laughs> says I can't wait for this to blow up. There's a lot of hair diversity. Insert bearded ginger man emoji.
3: As long because of- I couldn't find. Yeah. A bearded ginger man emoji. There was yeah. a bearded blonde man. There was a bearded black haired dude. <laughs> yeah. No ginger. You're getting freaking discriminated against, Rob. You need i I'm a waiting for that
2: emoji <laughs> update. You dude. need to write a code to Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah,
1: do they actually the, have that coming? I,
2: don't I know, saw it was a thing, but like yeah. it's probably gonna be pushed off and be like a patch, like never. Yeah, yeah. I saw there was a new emoji <laughs> package coming in, but it was like next year. They're They're like, making, yeah. disabled so people long. emojis. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Alright, well, next. Fine, lump me in there. <laughs> next. <laughs> oh! That's fine. Just get it out. Like, oh no. Get it on my keyboard. <laughs> oh no. Some of us don't have a soul. Oh, <laughs> Okay, next one. Next one. This is
0: by Noob Tactics 6. Intelligent and witty commentary.
2: Plus, Nick is super cute. Slide through.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Slide through.
2: The next one is Great Show. It's like a bunch of sitcom outtakes, but with business professionals and frat guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Next one. Titled Nicholas by Dorsey the Horsey. Sounds like a little guy to me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, right above it. Who is this by? This, this oh, that's by <laughs> Nick Meyer. <laughs> All the hosts are great, but Shreeman has that special slumdog millionaire Bollywood... Flow
0: and, uh... (laughs) Shouts out Drake. (laughs) Brad Bourne says, Fake friends listen to the W...
2: Despite being ugly, Shree's voice compensates quite well. Fake friends listen to the wrong answers in the podcast for me. There it is. Wait, what?
3: What does that even say? I I could never read it. I think
2: he's, he's just quoting the song. Oh, well... We appreciate that.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: He's That's, actually a very devoted listener. Yeah. He was asking me if the new ev- like when there wasn't an episode up last week. Yeah,
0: shout out to Bradbourne devoted mm-hmm. listener. A couple of yeah, other dude. guys asked yeah. about it. Calvin I was thinking videos.
3: about this, like if we ever
2: did make it big, we can make a shirt that says "Snaps for that" with like Shree's face on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like you gotta write I, that. I was just sitting there and like you said that like just randomly during this podcast, and I'm just sitting there like, yep, that's a
0: t-shirt. Yep. There you go. That's a koozie. That's a mug. Snaps for that.
3: Snaps for that. Yeah.
0: Don't. You say that so much. Yeah. That's a. That's a catchphrase. I like that. I didn't know that. Second to last interview that's visible to me. It's just I, I don't know how to describe this emoji, but you know, it's the uh the
2: attitude, you flick your hand. You know the, the hand yeah. flick like you got attitude by by your man Vouse It's like you're holding a platter almost, but Yeah. Like, there's no platter there and you're just like what? Yeah, you're just
0: you're just holding some attitude in your hands. <laughs> and it says love it. Simple and to the point.
2: Mhm.
0: The last one is by our man AIA123456654321. Five, six, six, five, <laughs> <No,
1: laughs> it's a Russian it's, bot.
0: It's, oh bot. no. It is titled impressive and it says these high schoolers really impressed me. What? <laughs> that was no, that was Javi. I remember him saying that. Oh. He hmm. he wanted to be funny and wrote that in there. So yeah, thank you everyone for all your reviews. Obviously, not everyone that rated it wrote a review out. So, hey, give yourself the chance to write a review and have some of your content appear alongside our content on this here podcast. Now we're finally going to wrap it up. Remember to follow us on Pod, Twitter, and Instagram. We didn't have any listener questions this week, so if you want to send those in, slide through our DMs, or hit our email at sbdvpod at gmail.com. You can follow me personally at n m m m e y e r on Twitter and Instagram. Hit me up on LinkedIn, Nick Meyer, Robert Chandler. Find me on LinkedIn,
3: Streaming Misuria. Or you can find me on Instagram at the Indian Viking, and uh, everywhere else at Sriman Narayan Misuria. I guess I, do I still have to spell it out? No,
0: <laughs> no, no. no. They actually... can go back to previous episodes to learn Sriman spelling. <laughs> <laughs> Get those extra downloads. Yep,
1: barley. Yep, find me on LinkedIn, Jake Bowerly, Instagram, and Twitter at LLCoolJake. <laughs> Hit me up there. Got some good content. You'll like it. I'll follow DidCafaturdi
0: at uh, Thedicai, Human.
1: Oh, yeah. On oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instagram.
0: <laughs> and, oh, no, yeah, thank you guys for listening this week. We'll have some more fresh takes for you next week. Peace.